It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 833. Happy hump day, Gronks. What's going on? Actually, I say what's happening and then I say what's going on. That's okay. There we go. Is that one of the first times you changed things up? Oh, I mixed it up, mate. Mm -hmm. You know, just panicked. (laughs) Just 833 eps in, just fell Mm -hmm. apart Mm -hmm. in the first five seconds, you know. (laughs) Like, it doesn't get any easier in regards to remembering the show number. Like I still, every no. single time I'm panicking in the final final few seconds. When those index cards arrive, I can just have the number there and I can look down. God. It's going to be the dream. I actually don't. I, I'm not that fussed about your index cards anymore because I thought that the ones that you use and then want to throw away, can I mm-hmm. take them? Because I'll use them as um, fire starters. Oh, I yes, could start definitely. just having a, you know, just start putting them on the fire. They might actually, they're coloured, aren't they? No, I've got yeah. some white ones, but they'll be all my bad ideas. Yeah. I think well, that would work well. <laughs> yeah, it just burns away your bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll I'll catch them. It'll be some kind of spiritual fucking off onboarding mm-hmm. of your bullshit. Um, <laughs> one of the stories just around the fire stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can't tell if my dad's full of shit or he just has all these good stories from work sites. But there was one. So there's the there's the classic when you're working with like bamboo. So you're mm-hmm. removing bamboo from a garden. My dad's a landscape architect. I used to work for him as an apprentice. Conned him into employing me for six months. Then I pulled the pin. So mm-hmm. thanks, Dad. Um, got me out of school though. But we were working on this property and bamboo fucking grows mm-hmm. like wildfire. It's It just, this place we are in. It's in some places, isn't it? In suburbs? <laughs> Well, it depends on the type. Mm-hmm. There's a type that just is an absolute prick. And so, this, this one house was infested. It was coming up underneath the house. Mm-hmm. Like, it was shooting up with nowhere to go and just, boom, stops. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Dad used to say to me, mate, be careful. You get a cut and get some of that bamboo in your finger, it will grow. I heard of a guy that blah, blah, blah. And so, it tells me a story. The other story is around firewood. And so, do you know what treated pine is? Yep. So, yeah, so treated pine's wood that's treated in chemicals Mm -hmm. to make sure it's like, you know, uh, lasts longer. I think it's like to make it, you know. It's the nasal spray of wood. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, anyway, it's fucking treated with chemicals to Mm -hmm. keep it harder. And Gronks use it on fires. And there was a story of, uh, you know, a a family out in the suburbs Mm -hmm. that used treated pine from the building site next door to cook their barbecue and a oh, few people died oh, from it. Oh, yeah, I do and remember I ha- that. Well, see, this is the thing. These are stories. You have got any asbestos boards in your uh, <laughs> that you've got on the fire at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely I people, not. I wonder if that's a big... If you put asbestos into a fire, like cut it up and then lit it, whether you're all fucked, like whether that's just a guarantee. <sighs> yeah, I mean, this you've got to inhale the smoke. I mean, you put it on, you don't even want to handle that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a weird thing that's, you know, asbestos. It's, Strange. I don't know who's burning that. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, if you're just, just getting random bits and bobs yeah. from a work site, so does that mean that you're being extra careful about what you're putting in? Well, I made the phone call to dad last night. I said, mm-hmm. dad is... Um, is An old is television? F- <laughs> <laughs> the old TV. <laughs> I said, Bodie's old mattress. He pissed on it. Do you reckon I can burn this? Do you reckon it's all right? No, I called him and I said... Um, I said, is framing timber okay? He said, yeah, mate, it's pure pine, pure pine, get it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. so, it's it's all good. But you because sometimes you're burning pine and it really smells mm-hmm. and I can't tell if it's like, am I breathing in some 
serious fumes or is this all right? And so, no, it's all good. Tim Jacket says framing pine. Uh, you usually can tell because it's got like a green tint Framing to it. pine. What actually is framing pine? Or framing timber. You could probably just say framing timber mm-hmm. is made of usually pine. And so, mm-hmm. the frame of your house or like the frame that I built the wall behind me on sure. and the frame at the studio is, it's just framing up houses. Mm-hmm. It, usually, you can buy just like, you know, lengths of wood for framing and it's pine. And mm-hmm. so, um, it's all good to burn. All good, boys. Mate, I've actually... It's funny you bring up the whole wood thing because I'm, I'm reading this... Because I've got wood. <laughs> yeah, because, mate, I have been hard as a rock all morning. <laughs> now, the... Um, no, I'm, I'm reading a, a book at the moment that's all about, like, um, the first... I don't know the, the title. I can't remember it. But it's like uh, uh, there's a whole chapter on... Um, Yonks ago, I don't even know when it was, but they would do like scientists would create like they tried to create the perfect forest in oh, um, yeah. in Germany, and so. Uh, but what ends ended up happening was that it was purely so that they could you know grow the fucking like so so they have the forest and they can cut it down and all that. So I think yeah, the thing is they only planted just the shit that they needed, so they fucked off everything else. They put it all yeah. in rows, and it worked really well for one generation. Of yep. this, these big trees, but then it all started to collapse on each other because they were saying you need all mm. of the, the combination of the sort of ecosystem around it yep. to protect it to make so pests would get to it. I thought oh, that was very yeah. interesting. Well, this is humans coming in and fucking with shit. We've made a lot of mistakes, dude. Mm-hmm. Human race has made a lot of mistakes. Look at look at the introduction of cane toads. I'm pretty Not sure good. cane toad. Introduction in Australia. So, yeah, they were introduced. Cane toads were introduced in Australia in 1935. They were brought to Australia from Hawaii with the intention to control the cane beetle in sugarcane fields in northern Queensland. Only 102 cane toads were brought over uh, to be bred, and 2,400 toads were released in 1935. There is a severe problem in this country with cane toads, Mm. and they've done more damage than they have good and and so that's a, that's the, the what else was there um the rabbit i think like the just yeah, the i rabbit. remember the golf club i remember churchill park golf club they'd put all this foam it looked like hair mousse and it would just all around i'm like what are they doing and they'd be fucking like blinding yeah i don't know that they were trying to make the rabbits blind or whether the rabbits were already fucked nah. and they were trying to kill them whatever it was i was like i don't know how comfortable i feel about what's going well, on here so I remember remember that um, virus released to kill mm-hmm. rabbits, and that was uh, you'll know that you'll know you'll know the name when I say it. Um, fuck, rabbits. Here we go. It was um, the oh, what was it? Rabbit homogenized disease. There was something released. I can't remember mm-hmm. remember the name of it, but it did the job. Like yeah. it, it, I remember going as a kid. So last night we went. Was it pink I don't know. <laughs> it was something like that, wasn't it? The um. The last night we went on a night drive mm-hmm. with Bodie and night drive before 8 p.m. before the curfew. And um, we went to sort of look for some rabbits. No, so we didn't. We Sorry, we, we went just for a drive. But I was telling Amy that when, when I was young, we would go driving looking for rabbits. Our night drives when we were on holidays would be going to find flocks uh, of them. I think was the disease. Myxomatosis? Yeah, potentially. So Isn't that just what job. you've got? <laughs> Mix my toes. Oh, no, that's folliculitis. Yeah. So, so um, under, sorry about that. I just wanted to close the loop. 
Yeah, yeah. So I just remember, and then and then you know, a couple of years later, couldn't find like there was one or two. Mm-hmm. Like compared to the flocks of them on the golf course near where we were, they ruin golf course. Anyway, you're driving. And, Sorry, I, I interrupted. Yeah, last night, but we mm-hmm. we went for a drive. Anyway, this morning went for a drive with Bodie again. There's <laughs> a lot of driving as a parent. Yeah. Um, to see a kangaroo, we had a competition. It was like Bodie, if we see a kangaroo, mm-hmm. we get to listen to my stuff. But if we don't see a kangaroo, you get to listen to your music. Okay, great. How and far so, do you have to go out of Bulleen to find a kangaroo? Mate, five minutes from my Elfin? joint. Five, no, 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 not even. Close to the city. Really? Like towards Ivanhoe. And so, you it, got to play your music? Mate, I got to listen to what I wanted to listen oh, to. Oh, great. How, and, many, um, how many kangaroos? We saw two. They were big fellas. Mm. They, uh, but I just, I just loved it. I just, I'll put it up on our Insta story, mm-hmm. the Daily Talk Show. But I just love... As I've got older, just fucking the thought of being able to just see a native mm-hmm. animal, uh, yeah. you know, near my house that's not too far from the city. Like, there's something about that. It's like, it feels like you're way out. Uh, I remember as a kid with the kangaroos, we used to just have so many kangaroos on our lawn. And whenever we had yeah. international visitors over, I'd like, you'd get a big fucking stick and go, okay, we're going to go find some big kangas for you. And they're fucking huge, but you would be acting like a top dog. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the Aussie showing you around. But yeah. I was scared shitless sometimes. Like, they're big, <laughs> like six, over six foot, massive kangaroos. Yeah. And you would like, they would hiss at you. And um, especially if you sort of walked over, you know, sometimes there'd be no joke, like 15 kangaroos. Yeah. Next door Dude. to our place. They're, they're one of the animal. I mean, the koala I don't trust. A kangaroo right. I don't trust. Koala, like, you know, it's like Nasty. if... um, it's They're a bit like junkies. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes sure. they're really docile and just mm-hmm. relaxed. Next minute, they're fucking hissing at you and shitting on the ground. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very similar to a junkie in Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And, That's um, very true. <laughs> and they got claws, and and they you know push their claws out. Mm-hmm. These things got to climb trees, and they're always stoned. It's so if you had bizarre. a native, if you had to have a pet, and it was a native animal, which which animal would you go? What I mean, what else is native? Is a wom- wombat native? Yeah, um, wombats. Um, I mean, yeah, k- kangaroos aren't cuddly. Like they're just. It's like mm-hmm. it would be like going out with a bodybuilder. That's always, you know, prepping for a show that just yeah. like you'd cuddle it and it'd feel like yeah. a piece of rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you want something a bit more like koalas. Yeah, I get it. They look cuddly, but don't trust them mm-hmm. f- for the life of me. Um, wombats. I mean, I wouldn't mind a wombat because you. I feel like you can't even get close to a wombat unless they're really tame. Like a tame yeah, wombat would be okay, sick. I think, no? Well, Well, they run very fast. So, they can get up to, like, I reckon, let's have take some guesses here, wombat speed. I reckon, like, 30 kilometers an hour, wombat no, I reckon running speed. I reckon, I'm going to say... Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. What? 40 k's an hour. Fuck. <laughs> 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 That's ridiculous. I, I remember sure? on 100%. You, just, I wonder if there's any videos on YouTube of, of them running. We can, we can are look wombats after. fast or slow? Although they look pudgy and slow, mm. wombats can run up to 25 miles per hour and maintain that speed for a that's, minute and a half. That's They're sprinters. <laughs> They're the Usain Bolt. Yeah. It's like 
<laughs> they're overweight Usain Bolts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they oh can do shot put. I've, I've literally found a, a video, a video on YouTube just wombat running. Really? Yeah, I reckon they get momentum. It's they're, they're heavy set fellas. Mm. But anyway, I when I was on camp as a kid, Chum Creek, we um we were in the forest and we heard one and it we heard one running behind us and before we saw it we could hear the th- 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 like the thud on the ground. They're so heavy and it was and it ran past us and we shat ourselves. It was fucked. I mean, are they anyway. gonna are they gonna hurt? I was determined to make this more of a positive episode, so I thought the animal thing was safe. <laughs> well, uh, wombat, att- <laughs> wombat attacks, if you want to go there. Wombat attacks tradie in Bathurst. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, there's a guy who, who has a wombat in his arms. That looks snugly. Oh, mm. man, if I could tame a wombat, imagine a big solid wombat just, you know, at your feet. You could almost use it as a poof. You know, just like foot, feet up on it, just That's kicking back. Pretty cruel. <laughs> no, but it's your mate. Yeah. You know, I use you for shit well, so this that is, you don't like, necessarily when was, like. No, when I was hearing about the forest <laughs> stuff, about like designing the perfect forest, I was thinking about animals. It's like it reminded me mm. of, um, remember at the start of the uh, of the pandemic, what was the guy's name? Ty- Joe Tiger? Joe Exotic? Joe oh, Exotic. <laughs> yeah, oh what happened to God, Joe Exotic? That feels, it feels like jail, a long time baby. ago, doesn't it? That feels so long ago, but it's yeah. within. Do you remember? It was a real, like, it was a moment. Yeah. Anyway, I was, I was thinking about the, all the tiger stuff. And I was thinking, oh, like, it makes sense when you take things out of their normal situation mm. and all of a sudden you take away prey and all, like, the, the mm. need to have to try and find your food. Like, the, the, those tigers would be fucked if you took them out and just like, okay, yeah, we've conserved them now, like, go off and do it. But it also, you think about, if they breed, won't they just be like lazy fucks? Or I wonder if they still... If, if you bred a domestic tiger, mm. does that tiger that's born, is it is it like, like it's wild? Mm. Or through DNA, would that be passed down that it's not very good? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like humans. We have things... Mm-hmm. Sort of ingrained in our DNA. I was listening to someone talk about, you know, the the reaction that people have, like that feeling of being self conscious. Um, that that is a reason. Like that's been in our DNA. Like where you are feeling like a sense of self, and you're looking mm-hmm. at somebody, and you're feeling like they're looking back at you, and you're feeling self conscious about how you are mm-hmm. being viewed by them. And like, like <clears throat> with our what was that? What were you listening to? Sam Harris, uh-huh. and What's but the it was episode? like oh, I can't remember. I listened to so much of like little classes and Mate, shit. So you get, and so was there anything else to that? No, yeah. it's just but just the fascinating point of like most of our responses as humans, like the, the anxiety, all these things, maybe they don't service in today like they needed to way back when thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you trying mechanisms. to remember that stuff? This is why you need to build a second brain. Do you know about this? <laughs> All right, mate. They tried to build a forest and <laughs> fucked it. How can we build a second brain? Well, so no, I was. If you go, if you Google build a, building a second brain, there's a whole uh, there's a there's a website it's like buildingasecondbrain.com, and this sort of this dude has done a whole like he does courses ranging. It's like they're expensive. It's like fifteen hundred bucks for the starter course, and then five grand for the the primo one. But he gives 90% of all of the content around it 
away for free. So I've just been ingesting as much as possible. So the idea behind building a second brain, you know, Notion, Evernote, uh, Rome, Drafts, all these things that we've been talking about, mm. uh, what they're designed for is, is it's like how do you how do you capture things? So say, for instance, if you're listening to a podcast, if you simultaneously to listening to the podcast just took a few notes, so what were the key bits, who were the people talking, all of that sort of stuff, imagine how easy, like, and then you had some software where you could easily search. So, for instance, with that Sam Harris example, mm. uh, you could type in Sam Harris DNA or whatever, and then you would have the notes there and you could be like, oh, yeah, there's this, 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 that, like, you'd be able to recall it all. Yeah. Does it, do you think that's creating the second brain or that you're not relying on your your first brain to store that information? Is that the well, idea? Our, our that's first like, brain does a terrible job at it. And so that's the... Um, it's so, the only brain, really. But, yeah. <laughs> but the thing, this is the whole, like, this is the first version of all the shit that, like, Elon Musk has been talking about with, like, fucking putting something in your head. Like, yeah, having, having a, yeah, Neuralink, that's it. Having a, a way of organizing things. Like, just think about that, because otherwise you read a book, and obviously there's a bunch of examples where you don't, you're just doing it for fun. But even if yeah. you're just reading some fiction or whatever, if you find, like a line that really resonates with you. It'd be cool to like highlight it and then have it for later. I mean, the people that haven't built a second brain just are using the term they say when they're yeah, referring yeah, they to serious information. The, oh, they say this. And then, but yeah, but so isn't who, it cool? Like, imagine, imagine. So there's this whole thing around like knowledge workers. So, you know, people that are, um, it could be, yeah, you know, people like content creating, like the sort of stuff that we're doing in some mm. ways is knowledge work. It's maybe just a way of saying that we don't fucking leave the house, don't do much. I've never heard of this knowledge, yeah. knowledge look up, look workers. Up the definition of a knowledge worker. Knowledge work or knowledge worker knowledge, definition? Knowledge worker. A person whose job involves handling or using information. Okay, there's a lot of... We're all knowledge workers. It's yeah. a fucking well, so great way of that, saying but, you've got a job. Yeah. Well, no, so that's, that's the whole like the future of work is in a lot of us being knowledge workers. Like we have yes. all of this information. And so if you think about it, uh, Instagram, fucking all these social networks, the problem is that the, there's so much of the information that isn't great. And so mm. there's going to be so much power. If, if you can turn, uh, turn on some filters and increase the quality of the information you get, plus... If, if we look at like um, Steel Like an Artist, like Austin Kleon or um, Everything's a Remix or these types of ideas, it's there's no new ideas. And so if there's yeah. no new ideas and it's just a mix and a match of all old ideas, then like that's what Ryan Holiday, who has done um, The Obstacles, The Way or Ego is the Enemy, uh, Stillness mm. is the Key, all of these books, they're, they're based on... Um, philosophy that he's read mm. and then he's just able to combine it and sort of connect it in different ways. Yeah. it's. Uh, do you think the, the purpose of that sort of deep diving into building the second brain is mm-hmm. for somebody somebody who needs to, who is has an output for it, so has is writing something, so you reference authors, mm-hmm. what's the use case for somebody that for the everyday Gronk of building a second brain? What do you think it is? Like, where's the... So, I get this sort of benefit of learning mm-hmm. and sort of 
collating. Like I think yeah. even in the process of trying to store information that you like, you would even learn more than what you would normally. But for the average gronk, is it a dinner party where you can <laughs> flex yeah, well, your second like brain? Sy- or? No, it's like I think it's synthesizing. So I think it's like closing the loop. I have felt that just reading without underlining or doing any of that stuff, it sort of feels mm. like you're halfway there. Like you haven't mm. fully, I don't fully synthesize it until I've underlined it, read it again, given it a few days. And so I think like yeah. part of it is a, um, uh, yeah, like this idea that you go to university and you do something for a certain period of time and then you go on and do a job like that's, that's long gone for most mm. industries unless you're a doctor or things like that. But even then, you're still constantly learning. And so I feel like this is a cool way of learning. So, I mean, the, building a second brain, I, I, like, I feel like it is a um, – it sounds very grandiose, but it's just yeah, about yeah. Ca- like how can you capture – so, for instance, the story, the, the story around the, um, the forest, like I want to yeah. get better at like uh, – so what I haven't implemented yet, I, I'm using a um, a service called Readwise, like Read and then W I S E, and what it does is it takes all of your highlights from your Kindle. Also, like mm. if you use Instapaper or if you use any of those like apps where you can where you read your articles and you can highlight bits, and it puts it uh, for one, it gives you like a daily review. So it will say here are some of the highlights that you've previously highlighted on all of your books so you can retain in that way. But then you can export out Readwise highlights into Evernote, into uh, Mm. Rome or Notion. So then you can have, depending on the different theme, say for instance, um, this tree thing, it's a cool, uh, the forest thing, it's a cool story. But if I, like I feel like I need to, have a clearer way of communicating it. So it's like, okay, this is when it happened. This is Mm. like actually, and so that just requires that second. I only read that bit last night, but I see the power. And if I go back and actually just say, okay, when was this? What was the like, and and just connecting a few more dots. Here are some of the key quotes. Mm. Could you imagine that being like super powerful? I mean, if you didn't have a podcast, you'd be the most annoying friend ever. Just, just <laughs> oh, he's fucking Mr. Bloody Know-It-All. Well, but, it's not, but it's not like, so if you take out, like, because I get it. So if you take out that element, um, being d- able d- to, uh, yeah, it's like, it's it's not so much. So if you even take out the the bit where it's like just being able to regurgitate information, but it's like actually understanding it better. So you're not... You're not even you're not doing it so that you can just do those things. It's actually so you can connect dots. So, mm. for instance, say if you're writing a blog post and you want to write something on a specific thing, like I was doing it the other other day, where I was thinking about you know we spoke with um, Zach Mander about uh, doing the obvious and how we always yep. have pushback on the obvious, but sometimes the obvious is what you need to do. Yeah, I was like looking at my highlights and I saw Impro, a book that I read that specifically talks about this thing. And then I saw another bit that was in like, this is marketing. And so you can combine all of these things together to actually build a new hypothesis or a new idea based Mm. on five other ideas that you've consumed. Mm. Mm. But if you didn't have the second brain, it would be too hard to do that. Yeah. 
I think there's also the interest level for a, a human like you is high for something like this. Mm. You know, it's like very cerebral. It's very like organizing everything and and mm. the interest level there. Some people don't want to fucking yeah. organize but do you ever panic? Do you ever panic like when you hear something or someone tells you something? Do you ever, like if you needed to remember something or if you had a thought or an idea, where do you put it? A thought or an idea? So, for I instance, mean, someone says something really cool or, or it's like, man, you should watch yeah. this movie or do this thing or oh, have you seen that or did you know this actor played this part in this thing? Mm, and mm. you're like, oh, fuck, that's cool. I want to do something with that. What would you normally yeah. do? Oh, I don't usually go there. It's like usually if it sticks, it sticks. Or, you know, it's like uh, um, repetition if I, you know, if you're hearing about something, which... Which you can build a case for why that's just fine and, the, and why storing everything and, and collating all information and sort of, you know, having it able to serve back up makes sense as well. I think mm-hmm. they're... But, yeah, it's it's definitely like... I mean, these things aren't for everybody, but it's definitely for you. Like, it sounds... It makes a lot of sense. It takes a lot of effort. There's a lot of effort in in building out that second brain, it sounds. Well, it can just be easy. Like, so the, the drafts thing... Like I've found that to be the easiest thing so far, which is just like one central place where if I'm listening to, so for instance, when uh, with one one trick Tony, uh, I'm wor- working on on that uh, with t- uh, Tony and Mason, and so they'll send the audio to me, and I'm listening to the audio, and as I'm listening to the audio, I'm I create my own show notes, and it's got no other purpose other than when we're in, we're in a meeting, a production meeting or giving feedback or thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> I have every single... Like if you listen to a podcast, how many times do you listen to a podcast and you say that was great? There was heaps of interesting stuff there. Mm. Some of it's entered my mind or like entered my psyche or whatever, but I don't actually remember the specific points. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so what would uh, it look like from an act... Like from a listening perspective if... For every every piece of content that you consumed that is sort of non-fiction or has where mm. where it's sort of informational in its style, where you're actually wanting yeah. to get something out of it, what would it look like to just have a simple notes where, like, because then you're connecting dots. You're like, oh fuck, oh this is interesting. Mm. They brought this up previously, or there's like it's a bit of a game, and I think it probably plays into that connecting the dots thing that I love. Hundred percent. I think that the um, baseline reading a book, mm-hmm. there's your start. You know, underlining shit in a book mm-hmm. is the second thing that will probably. Well, I think give that. Him- so for a lot of people, I think that reading a book feels tedious or feels annoying or feels like it's like it's not necessarily enjoyable. And for me, the bit that has changed that has just been the under like giving myself a focus. So if your if your job is to underline the best bits and you know that you could be using it uh, later, you show up in a different way. Like if you're just reading, like you can be like, go two pages in. And it's like, what the fuck have I just read? I've completely forgotten. Like, I, or this hasn't sunk in at all. But if at every page you are underlining as you go on the the key bits, mm. I, f- I feel that you're actually you're getting a higher quality experience. Which yeah, I think 
Yeah. I think that what you're fundamentally saying is there's a high level of concentration. Most of our mm-hmm. most of our concentration is is not <laughs> is not great. Mm. And it's the reading a book and going off in thought, but you're still reading. So you've still managed to get through a page, but you're thinking about fucking what you're doing for dinner. But have you? And so this is the, that's the whole thing with it is it's like I think that there's no, you have you've read the pages, yeah. you've read the words, but it's, the, the, there's the task of you you don't read a book to do that. You read a book to consume the the contents and the information. And so yeah, that's why what you what I'm saying is the underlining is a tool to make sure your concentration mm-hmm. is so there's an action as well. You know, mm-hmm. as well as well as the reading, well, it's so there's an action that's, it's, it's that's pulling your mind, pulling your focus, and it's it's sort of resetting concentration every few seconds based mm-hmm. on great, yeah, now there, yeah, I've got to do that action. But then some people just like to fucking, you know, read and yeah. not do anything other than and the podcasting thing, driving, just listening. And so mm-hmm. there's the if you really want to learn, what you're saying is exactly. Spot on, right? But so, maybe it's not even when you are reading or listening. Like the first step for some people might just be um, after you get into, like before you go from the car into work or wherever you've gone, just like writing the, the notes of the things that stood out to you. Yeah. Um, you could do a voice memo. Yeah. And then like... Well, that's what drafts, just a, the sick thing with drafts is that there is a, uh, in the, the widget... There's a microphone button and you press it and it transcribes like it just does it. it. It's like a dictation tool, so you can write a note. It's, they've also got an Apple Watch app, and so you you say the thing. It goes in as a note, and then you um yeah, it's pretty cool. Right, I um what does it cost a month? Two dollars no, ninety nine, I think. Dollar ninety nine. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, but there's there's also a free. Thing, but that's just the um, the premium version. But the, I've just been so impressed in how drafts syncs on every single mm. like iOS, like so iPhone, iPad, Mac, and mm. then also you can style it as well. So yeah. you can make it look exactly like. So I used to use IA Writer, which is like a very minimal writing app, and now this I've, I've designed. I, I loved the organization of drafts, and so now. I changed all the the settings to make drafts look like IA writer with oh, the yeah, benefit yeah. of all the organizing. Mate, there's uh, three brains between us. That's um, <laughs> yeah. the good good odds of working with us, mate. The, you um, get three brains for the price of two. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I haven't built it yet. I'm still, still developing. Are you still but building the, it? The, uh, I went for a walk this morning. Oh, nice. That's mm-hmm. the first... Appearance? Yeah, the, first in walk the- in. We can. So I, I did that one walk that I posted on Instagram. Uh, oh, with Bree, you and yeah, Bree. How, how long ago oh, was that? That nearly didn't. That nearly didn't happen too. Yeah. So that walk was the last walk that I went on, and it was a twenty-minute walk. And before that, it had been two weeks or ten days or something. I think it was ten days. And so that walk was July twenty-six. Ah, oh, so it was one month. I haven't walked, gone outside for a month. Wow. That'd be the first time in your life, I reckon. Yeah. Like other than as as a from the time that you started going to kinder or something. Nah, I mm-hmm. reckon you would have gone outside at yeah. at, at two weeks old. Mm-hmm. Like your mum would have taken you. It's yeah. the first time in your life that you've stayed indoors for four weeks. It's pretty phenomenal. Did you even go down to get any Uber Eats 
Or you didn't do that? No, nah, no. Nah. You should have six brains by now with that yeah, time no. spent indoors. <laughs> yeah, no. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird though. But um, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was it was all right. I actually, I really like worked it up. I I um, wore sunglasses to start with. Like I just couldn't be fucked like looking at people and dealing with all. Like, so I fucking went out with sunnies. And no one's was, looking at you, bro. No, just no, just like the fucking. Having a conversation, or just I just I didn't know. I worked it up pretty hard, and so I um, did. Anyone rush out. over to you? Josh, 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 Josh. Daily no, well, the only thing talk is, show. I was waiting. Brie was getting coffee for us, and I was just trying to fucking just standing away from the coffee shop, probably fifty meters away, just sort of like moving my legs, like I was stretching, and I was just next to some bins. And then the Garbos came to collect it. And so I had to sort of fucking just like slowly sort of walk away from that. And then they did that and then I walked back. And so one thing I was surprised with is... The junkie in the blue jumper. (laughs) I definitely had that vibe. The the thing that surprised me is something I've just realised today. I just assumed that there's like one Garbo that does the whole suburb, right? Like of... Or like the, the whole council. When we were walking this morning, we saw like... Four different garbage trucks. Mm. There's a lot of garbos. Did you know this? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, depends on the the area. There's um, you know, like some of the streets have different ones around here. Mm-hmm. Different truck. It's actually garbage day here in Bulleen. Yeah. Uh, pumped about that. We uh, took out our green bin, so um, <laughs> it's fired oh, up. No, um, but good. the other thing I was just going to mention is um, that my fizzy water that I love, the Mount Franklin fizzy water, on sale with Woolworths today. So How much? Uh, you can get, let's have a look. Uh, so it was, I think uh, it's normally eight. Breezer! <laughs> oh, fuck, Mount Franklin. I'm just looking it up. Sparkling, sparkling cans. Good price. Um, I just wanted it to yeah, be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bargain. It's a, it's it's a, it's a bargain. So we were going to get it yesterday. And then Brie was like, nah, just wait. Um, yeah, so it's... Okay, it's on sale now. So right now. it's half price. Mount Franklin, lightly sparking. They're big cans. So 375 mils. Big berthers. Yeah. Um, th- this flavour is lime. I'd recommend the lime and the raspberry are great. These are... Oh, I want raspberry. No sugar, but also like it's, it's not like a diet soft drink where you're having all of the... Um, bad shit in it. It's literally like two things: carbonated water and yep. natural flavor, which is that's what's in the three six uh, three six five brand oh. that we had at um, at Whole Foods in LA. Yes. But also that's what Lacroix is, and so I would recommend the raspberry and the lime. Mango is very good, but mango <laughs> is in a smaller can. They only do the real thin little cans, and so oh, yeah. I'm hoping they b- bring the mango to the bigger cans. But right now, for a pack of ten, uh, you're paying six dollars fifteen. So What's that, that it, it was twelve thirty. I can tell you the literage. Oh, so you're paying a dollar sixty four per liter, but these are cans. You can also oh, so you're paying. Um, you're paying two bucks a can. No, 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 no. no so no. how how much you pay? There should be a can per can. No, or is it going per no, liter? Fuck that per literage. That's confusing because it's well, th- well, so, so you paying getting, sorry you, you're paying you're a liter three. You're paying like sixty cents, seventy cents. Is it sixty or seventy cents a can? Because that's yeah, about so, it. just do the math. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sixty, uh, sixty-one cents or something. Fuck, mate. So okay, a pack of ten. 
Yeah, you're paying yeah, 60, 60, 61 cents or whatever. That's a fucking great, don't you think? So that normally is, it'd be like a dollar something. Shit. <laughs> for, for, for people that are happy with tap water, you're making money drinking that shit. Otherwise? And probably Coke Zero or Coke No Sugars is uh, cheaper, but you just feel... Like way, way better drinking this shit. Um, oh, you know what I bloody say. It's a piss pisses me off that Coke's more expensive. No, sorry, Coke's cheaper than water, than oh, bottled yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely infuriating. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very upsetting. You can also get the. Um, oh, so here you go. So if you wanted to be probably more environmentally friendly, you could get yes. the Mount Franklin lightly sparkling water lime. So that lime one is currently half price too in the. Uh, litre, 1.25 litre, and that's a do- uh, w- $1.27 for the bottle, which works out to be $1.02 and, uh, and per litre versus what you're paying for the can is $1.64. But there is something very nice about the convenience of a can, I won't lie, and we do well, I, I think I feel like cans, uh, I'd go can, aluminium can over plastic. Mm. I feel like it would melt down. Is it more environmentally friendly? A can I mean, I think that the idea plastic. of the bigger bottle is that you're, you know, all those uh, smaller, like if you get a big, if you get, a, you know, like popcorn and you get in the little packets, that's worse mm. for you than getting a big bag of popcorn and then having your own reusable bags that you put it in. Yeah. yeah. Look, we are the environmental show. That's um, mm-hmm. why we started this Brand and value. why we'll always do mm-hmm. what we do. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Changing the world. Uh, so, yeah, there's my yep. tip. The other thing is Woolworths do do a um, – Brie was just telling me on the walk, like I think it's for $19. They have a subscription which then gives you unlimited free delivery. Fair enough. So that's we'll another go thing. Down if you don't want to go to the shop. Or just go down. Well, also no, the very, thing is the, the consideration is the um, you might find that your local doesn't have stock of certain things. Oh, true, true. I haven't thought that hard about it. I usually just take what I can get at the local store. <laughs> that works. That works. It works. Anyway, guys, happy uh, happy hump day. Cool. Uh, hump day replay has dropped. Mm-hmm. Georgie boys killed it again. He's got the full Gronk squad on that show. Yeah, uh, Basil is there, Grace is there, Jess is there, Sevs is there, and GB is hosting. So, yeah, go yeah. check that out. Just type in Hump Day Replay. Give it a uh, review on Apple Podcasts too. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you on Thursday. Catch ya. See you guys.